Welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. Um, Most of you might know me as Olivia, but I prefer to be called Oli. I just always felt like growing up, whenever I would hear the name Olivia, I was in trouble. Oli just sounds more endearing. So Oli it is. So welcome back. I'm happy to be with you guys today. Um, Lots of things to talk about and catch up on, of course. But as usual, I want to start off with my usual disclaimer. If you are under the age of 18, please consult your parent or guardian before continuing to listen to my podcast. With that said, let's get started. So today I am going to speak about something that is very near and dear to my heart. One of my greatest struggles in life. Um, And I think something that a lot of you can relate to on a very personal level. Body image. So let's just sit with that for a second. Body image. So you guys know we're living in a society where there are certain demands and expectations that are placed on us with regards to our physical appearance with regards to looking a certain way with regards to our level of attractiveness if you will so body image I'm a plus-sized woman and I have been plus-sized for as long as I can possibly remember it all started around the age of I want to say eight I developed breasts at eight I developed a butt at eight I developed legs and thighs at eight and I even remember when I would go out with my parents them saying like that there were certain things that I couldn't wear that there were certain things you know that other girls my age could wear that I shouldn't wear because I was developing very quickly and they didn't want me to draw any negative attention to myself. So I remember never really wearing shorts um, because it could come off provocatively and I was a young girl. So I've always had issues with my weight in large part due to the fact that I do suffer from PCOS. I've been on birth control pills since I was about 19 years old. Wish I had gotten on them sooner. Um, The birth control pills, what that does is it helps regulate my menstrual cycle. I do not menstruate every month like a lot of women do. Um, My menstruation comes whenever it wants. I remember once I went a year and I didn't see it. So that irregularity isn't good for your body. And so by the time I turned 19, I went to um, a gynecologist and got placed on the pill. And I've been on it ever since. I think I took maybe one or two breaks in between, but maybe for a couple of months only. And you know, went right back on the pill because not being on it 
just completely messes up my entire cycle because my period just won't come. So I suffer from PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and that can include a regular menstrual cycle and it can cause weight gain and also make it very, very, very difficult for you to lose weight. So it is very hard for me, no matter how many diets I try, um, no matter how many changes I've made, it has been very hard for me to lose a significant amount of weight. Where most people will do a diet and lose. I remember one of my best friends, shout out to my bestie if she's listening, was on the keto diet and she lost a significant amount of weight in I think it was a week. And I'm here thinking, okay, I'm a lot bigger than her. So if I do the same diet in a week, I have to lose more weight. No, that didn't happen. And I was very upset. I was like, I don't understand. I'm doing this right. I'm fucking starving. You know, I don't get it. Which, by the way, just putting it out there, you're not supposed to starve people. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to. um, You're not supposed to do crash diets. That's not good for your body. And to be honest, it's not realistic. I'm not saying keto is a crash diet. I've heard very good things about it from very many people. But it just wasn't for me. I did it for six days and on day six I cried. So anyway, going back to my body type. So I've always been thicker. I've always had big arms, big thighs, big legs, a big butt, big breasts. Always. Okay. And of course, as I gained weight, all of that got bigger. Of course, so did everything else. Um, But my body's always been curvy. So I've always been a larger woman that has curves, um, that has a shape. And so, and I'm also very tall. I'm about five foot nine. So in any case, I'm a big girl. Um, And it's been a journey for me. I'm on this self-love journey every single day. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I want to crawl out of my skin and cry. Other times I'm like, okay, girl, you got this. We're going to get through this day. So it really just depends on how I'm feeling. I'm a very big proponent on, you know, dressing your body for your body. And you know what? Do you, baby boo? I mean, wear whatever you feel comfortable in. But for me, for my body type, for me, for how I feel, this is not for anyone else. This is for me. I feel most comfortable in clothing that I know are going to flatter my shape um but it's been a journey guys it's been a journey I have tried many things many different diets I've tried the keto I've tried Atkins I tried going vegan I did the cereal diet I did slim fast when that was a thing and nothing's really worked and the reason that nothing's really worked is because these are quick fixes and they are not lifestyle changes And so I have found the most success in just taking it day by day and making small changes instead of radical extreme changes that I can never stick to because they just aren't realistic. So that's personally what has worked for me, making small changes. Like I tell people all the time, if you have 
five sodas a day. Have two a day. Start with that. If you eat a carb for every meal, eat a carb for one meal. And so basically those are the kind of changes that I've made. If you don't have time to exercise, go for a 15, 20 minute walk every day. Incorporate some movement into your life. That's what I'm doing. That's what I've been doing. You know, I try to find the time, even when I'm at work or I'm in between clients, I'll take a walk, you know, or I'll do some meditation. Um, I've been doing actually every night before I go to sleep, I've been doing meditation and I've actually been sticking to it. And I'm really proud of myself for that because I am so difficult when it comes to relaxing. So difficult. Um, I've been drinking more water. So just little changes. That's what's worked for me in terms of me just feeling better overall. And like I have more control over myself. But honestly, it's tough. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not difficult. We live in a society that as much as, you know, plus size women now are more celebrated than they were before. And I'm so grateful for that. There's still a lot of cyberbullying that goes on. A lot of cyberbullying. I mean, look at Tess Holiday. Tess Holiday is one of my favorite plus size models. Um, London Andrews is another one of my favorite plus size models. Beautiful women. Beautiful. Beautiful faces. Beautiful bodies. Gorgeous women. Full-figured, voluptuous, beautiful women that have a great message to share with the world and they are bullied. And it's crazy because I have many friends that have told me, oh, you should be a plus-size model. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Or, you know, why don't you apply to be the next face of Torrid, which I did. Uh, I did it once. Uh, Torrid's a plus-size store, for anyone who doesn't know. And um, they have a lot of really, really, really beautiful models. People have told me that, but I'm just like, I don't think I can tolerate the negativity that comes with putting yourself out there like that. I mean, this for me, having a podcast is enough like that. To me, this is putting myself out there considerably because I will not go on YouTube. I will not have a YouTube channel. I'm not going to put myself through that agony of having everybody see my face and people making comments about me that might be disparaging or negative. I know I can't tolerate that kind of stuff. I, I'm, I'm entirely too sensitive and I would internalize it. And that is something that I need to work on. And I'm aware of that. You know, I am aware that I cannot internalize every single negative thing that is said to me. But I know I'm all over the place, guys, with these podcasts. Um, I remember one of my homegirls told me, girl, you got to reel it in. You got to be more specific. But I just feel like the fact that there's no structure to this whatsoever makes it more genuine, if that makes sense. And I have to tell you guys the truth. I mean, I really, really battle with self-esteem issues. The closest people to me know this. I do not see any beauty in myself physically. Um, I like my eyes. I think I have very pretty eyes. And I like the contrast between my eyes and my skin tone and my hair. But that's about it. I mean, I don't really see the beauty in myself the way that other people do. And I imagine a lot of you go through the same things. And 
experience the same sentiments. I have so many friends, so many friends that I find to be just so exquisite, so beautiful. And I'm talking about my female friends right now because it's kind of awkward to refer to males as exquisite (laughs) and beautiful. I'm just saying. Though shout out to my male friends who are very handsome. But I have so many female friends that are just gorgeous, timeless, just perfect. And they don't see themselves the way that I see them. And I guess that's my experience with other people that happen to think that I'm very beautiful and I just have a hard time having that really resonate with me. And so it's it's a work in progress. And so if you're plus sized and you're in this journey with me, I'm here with you and we're doing this together. But let me tell y'all something. Don't skinny shame. Don't fat shame. Don't shame anybody, please. This whole, now there's this whole thing about, quote, dad bods, mom bods. Like, why? Like, Let's just celebrate different types of beauty and different types of men and women. There are lovely smaller women. There are lovely larger women. There are lovely smaller men, lovely larger men. I mean, I just think it's it's terrifying to me that people feel that in order to feel good about themselves, they need to put down someone else. It's really terrifying and and it says more about that person really than it does about anyone else. And I guess I'm sharing all of this personal stuff with you about my struggle with body image because I want y'all to hear from me that you're not alone if you're going through it. I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see nine times out of 10. I am hypercritical of myself and God forbid someone takes a picture of me that I don't like. I hate candid photos. I'll take a mean selfie because I know all my angles. But God forbid someone takes a candid photo of me. I look terrible in. I will literally be like crying for three days. Asking myself, is that really what I look like? So just know that this body image journey that we're on, we're on it together. And best advice I can give to all of you and to myself is to speak positivity into our lives and find ways to feel good about you because I hate to say this and as much as um, I don't want to say this I'm going to say it looks matter and I don't mean that you need to be a perfect 10 but you need to put effort into yourself And I've always been the type of woman that has known that I am overweight. And I have never allowed for that to stop me from putting my best foot forward. Because guess what? Weight loss takes time. It's not gonna happen overnight, as much as that's what I would like. As much as I would love immediate results, it's not gonna happen overnight. So while I am in my weight loss process, am I supposed to just let myself go completely? No. And that's what often happens to women. And I've seen it happen. What happens is you gain weight or you don't feel comfortable with your weight. And so you don't really put that effort into your appearance to look better. 
because you think to yourself, well, I'm overweight anyway. See, I have a different theory. I have the theory that I'm overweight, so I'm going to put an extra special effort to look my best, to distract people from the fact that I'm overweight so that people can focus on my positive features like my hair or my face. I'm always, for the most part, dolled up wearing makeup. I've gotten lazy lately, not gonna lie. I've been doing a lot less lately, um, just kind of giving my skin a break. But my hair is always combed. It doesn't require much work because I have straight, flat, lifeless hair. So I pretty much just get out of the shower and go. I always wear makeup. I always have perfume on. I always wear cute clothes, fashionable clothing. I think it's important to try because what happens to me is when I don't try and I'm just like, forget it. Oh, well, I'm overweight. I'm just going to sink in this sea of sadness here. I actually feel so much worse. So my advice to y'all, ladies and gentlemen, is put effort into yourself. Even if you don't feel great about yourself, find ways to showcase the things about you that you feel are your strengths, things about you that you like. People always joke with me because I have big breasts. So people always joke with me talking about, girl, you're always showing your breasts. And I'm just like, yeah, because I have good breasts. So I'm going to showcase the part of myself that I feel good about. You have to use what works. You have to use your strengths because I don't want you to sink into this sea of sadness where you feel that much worse. I go get my nails done every three weeks. I have a new color. I just think these things are important. Self-care is important. This is a form of self-care, keeping up with yourself. And I guarantee your body image issues will subside if you put a considerable amount of effort into your mental health and your physical health and just overall your appearance if you take care of your mind if you meditate if you exercise if you walk if you you know doll yourself up one day if you wear perfume that you like these are things that are considered self-care so I'm telling y'all what works for me. Would love to hear more about what works for you. Feel free to provide me with some feedback. I'm always willing to hear it. And I hope that this was helpful for some of you to know that you're not alone in this journey, that I'm right here with you. So over and out, we are done. And until next time.